0: WHUTs after further review I'm here with Frank Vashner and uh, Frank uh, we're back here in the studio again next week I got uh, do some stuff with basketball as the basketball season officially starts for girls basketball next week
1: yeah and also high school football is finished up finished up with week five this week and there's a few Saturday games today
0: and then regular season comes to an end next week Mm mm-hmm so. so for that's for Michigan, right? In, yes. In Misha. Now, in Ohio, we're in the midst of—it's kind of it's kinda odd. Like, we're in the midst of uh, playoffs, plus if you are, if you got knocked out or didn't qualify for it or your season started a little bit later, like the City League, you're still doing regular season games.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to run down some mm-hmm. scores from Misha. my home state, and mm-hmm. then I'll let you— you got some scores from around Ohio mm-hmm. especially the local teams around here I know you may mention
0: that your alma mater got a win last night yes the furthest they've gotten in the playoffs in a few years they're in the regional quarters they'll end up playing though their rival who they played I believe in week two or three Central Catholic ooh don't yeah. they play? don't they play for a rivalry trophy the Irish Knight, Knight yes mm-hmm. which they've won in the last 15 years or so Man. so when I was in high school we won it four years straight, and then four years after I graduated, so eight-year hold on it. But then Central Catholic went over there and snatched it and haven't given it back since. There's been actually a lot of changes to St. Francis since the trophy's been over there, so the trophy doesn't even know what the new St. Francis looks like. Pretty crazy, but go on with your uh, the Misha. Alright, so what we'll do is we'll start with some scores
1: with teams that we cover on fridaynightvectors.com Okay, make sure you, you know, promote that a little bit. Yeah, so... I mean, if you even go to our Facebook page, you'll see some videos that I do on Fridays called the What to Watch For, which I do in lieu of a game that I can't be at because of officiating mm-hmm. duty, which I had to do last night. So let's get going. Let's start with what was our Cakes by Stephanie game of the week? What? It's it's a company that sponsors our game of the week. Cake by Stephanie? Cakes by Stephanie. Run by... Run by uh, Stephanie Morgan out of Monroe, Michigan. You need birthday cake, wedding cake, cupcakes, any kind of cake. is by Stephanie. Is that her Stephanie, real name? Yeah, Stephanie Morgan. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. the mother of uh, the, S- the single season and rushing leader for SMCC, Alex Morgan. Oh, okay. Wow. A little, little thing there. So she makes some good cakes, so you can vouch for yes. I Yes, I can. And she'll be also
0: making the cake for my cousin Alex's wedding, which is coming up in a little less than a year. No, oh, so I mean more shenanigans for Mister Vashner and the, the wedding stuff: air guitars, karaoke, oh, okay. singing, and a little bit of Hennessy.
1: That's uh, that's gonna be that's almost a year away. So oh, okay, not cool. Let's uh, not put the cart before the horse there, right? But let's our go. game of the week was between undefeated Head Erie Mason, undefeated Sand Creek, both ranked in the top ten of their respective divisions and it's the eagles who win the of Erie Mason who win 56 to 38. They're now 5 and 0 on the year. The Dude. Erie
0: Mason's called the Eagles? Yes. So it's fly, Eagles fly. <laughs>
1: well, they they have been flying a lot this year, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Paul, and also doing well defensively. I know they kind of gave us a big plays to Sand Creek, but you know, that's probably the be- that's the best team they've played so far this year. Here so Good win for Rob Boudry and his club. They're 5-0. and They'll look to go 6-0 when they play Pittsburgh next week. Then you say Pittsburgh is not that good? Uh, yeah, they are not that good. I'll get to what happened in their game a little bit later. Ain't that the pits? <laughs> I'm going to start reading them as the pit of misery. Or that, too. Yeah, But anyways, another big game was a rivalry game in the Huron League for the Colvin Cup between Riverview and Gross Eel. And Riverview wins this one 60-29. I think River, Riverview we've had in our top 10 in Division Three. I think this is a team that could be a dark horse. I mean, everyone is going to look at your River Rouge, your Detroit King, and teams like that, but I think Riverview is going to be a team that nobody wants to play. They run, they run the full house tee. They run it very well. And also... They don't really have a particular running back or running backs that jump out of you. They just have a very strong offensive line. line. Everybody contributes, so that's the team to watch. Another rivalry game between Monroe, St. Mary's, Catholic, Central, and Jefferson. SMCC wins this one 40-7, although they seem like to took to the air a little bit more as I was reading on the Monroe News website. So uh, SMCC did that. Yes, normally they like to run the T and run the ball, but I guess they did a little bit more damage through the air. I think Mitch Kemmerling, their quarterback, ended up with at least three touchdown passes in that game, so that's going to have to be something I discuss with Gary Hoff, the radio analyst for their broadcast on 98.3 Nash Icon. Another bit, another close game in the Huron League, and 35, Airport 30. This was a back-and-forth game. Hey, Milan prevails in this one. It was also a rematch of the playoffs last year where Milan escaped 14 13. Nearly lost the first round to an upset minded Airport team. So, this is that's a series that's become fun to watch. And another rivalry game here, New Boston, Huron, in Flat Rock. Huron wins it 41 16. mean, Isaac Smith, their star receiver, steps in at quarterback with Austin Myers injured. And he has himself a nice game. They take care of business. A few other teams we cover. There was a big game up in the Lansing area between Mason, the Bulldogs of the Capital Area Athletic Conference, and Lansing Catholic Central. Both were unbeaten. It's the Bulldogs who prevail, 45-21. Another game between unbeatens and top-10 ranked ranked teams, Williamston and Olivet. Williamston prevails 17-6. Back in the area... Tri-County Conference showdown between the Bulldogs and the Bulldogs, a game that went to the Dogs. It was the Morenci Bulldogs picking up their second win of the season, 34-28 over Summerfield. Another close game, Whiteford and Britton-Deerfield. Last year with these two teams that it looked like a game of Madden on the Xbox. Now it's high scoring this time. Um, Whiteford wins it 22 20 Cole Giesegi ended up stepping in at quarterback back in this one. Actually didn't play too badly, so good for him. Another, team, another matchup of unbeatens and top 10 ranked teams. Riverview, Gabriel Richard, and Madison Heights, Bishop Foley. Hey, it's the pioneers of Gabriel Richard who prevail 42-14. to Downriver League score. Or this one I thought was going to be pretty ugly real quick. But it wasn't. It was really close. Gibraltar Carlson, fourteen. Lincoln Park six. Another rivalry game in the SEC. Red. The battle for the golden cleat between Monroe and Bedford. I,
0: I saw that. What's going on with that?
1: Well, this time Monroe takes the golden cleat by a score of twenty-eight to six. In that one. Couple more scores from the Lenawee County Athletics Association and Hillsdale twenty-seven, Dundee, Zippo. Rough, year, rough year for the Vikings, but you know, they've—I've heard they've had some injuries happen and in that. And then we had a game that I did not think was even going to be close at all, mm-hmm. but I did make mention in my Facebook live video there was something interesting about it it was between Ida and Blissfield and Blissfield escapes 42 to 40 wow basketball score and this is really a final that doesn't really make a ton of sense to me because Ida lost to two teams that Blissfield beat by double digits and they lost to the big that would be Clinton and Hillsdale and yet they lose to Blissfield by two. Mm-hmm. This is one. Of, that's one of those. I'm just going to file under the you can't explain the unexplainable in that one, and I'll just leave it at that. We'll do some other scores for you. Let's do some scores for the Western Wayne Athletic Conference. And Redford Union 34, Melvindale 13. I have a fr- I have a good friend who graduated from Melvindale. Battle of Dearborn Heights. Dearborn Heights Robichaud, eight D. Dearborn Heights Indianapolis, eight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Dearborn Heights Crestwood beats Garden City, twenty-one to twelve. Hold on, I got to move up to the rest of the Tri-County Conference. Let's get all the scores there. Did have another one between Pittsburgh and Adrian Madison, which I officiated last night. Mm-hmm. Adrian Madison wins forty-six to six. That's their fourth win, fourth win of the year for the Trojans. So. This is probably the be- one of the better teams they've had in a long time. Hmm. I mean, they've got, they could possibly be a team to watch come postseason play. Okay. moving on up to the Southeastern Conference White Division. And a few scores there: McComb Lutheran North beats Adrian twenty-one-six. Chelsea, oh, stanky leg alert! Chelsea fifty-three to Cumsey six. Cool. Here's another stanky leg alert. Dexter puts up a 70-burger on Jackson. The Dreadnoughts win it 70-38. to 38. Pinckney, 40. Ipsy Lincoln, 13. That's football. If it was basketball, it would be probably the other way around. In the red division of the SEC, not the college football covers
0: that you see at CBS. Yes. Or at the yep. Or, or you like n- to say dollar sign EC. <laughs> Yeah, more so for basketball. Uh, okay. <laughs> Another
1: shaky leg alert. Saline sixty-three, Ann Arbor Skyline mm. a big fat donut, mm. and Ipsy Community fourteen, Ann Arbor Pioneer seven. Then we'll keep moving on. Let's move up to the. I'm looking. Sorry, I got to scroll through all the conferences. I'm gonna go up to the. Interstate 8 is a. It was a bit of a developing story there. There, no but sorry. some scores. Hastings wins over Coldwater in a nail biter, 30 to 29. Battle Creek Penfield beats Jackson Northwest, 49 7. Battle Creek Harper Creek, 50. Marshall, 27. Jackson, Lumen, Christie. This is one that we kind of. That Chris Geary and I talked about in mm. our. Uh, a video on Friday night, Victor's Lumen Christie ended up forfeiting to Parma Western. Covid, uh, not because of COVID, because they've had some injuries to players, and also there was some discipline problems as well. I do not know mm-hmm. what exactly happened, and but I kind of I wasn't sure if there were kids breaking rules or if it was academics. I've heard like a bunch of different rumors, but I have nothing confirmed. Mm-hmm. Which kind of leads to a bit of an interesting point. They still play the JV game for this. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. But they ended up forfeiting the game. Now, some people would say, oh, well, they should just pull the JV kids up, at least go do the varsity game. You might lose, but take your lump. Because I guess forfeiting says it looks kind of makes you look like a wimp. But... <laughs> At the, but at the same time I kind of get it because you don't want to bring up your young kids who aren't ready for varsity action no that that's the that's a death sentence
0: if yeah they're not, if the young I guys mean, aren't kinda, ready for it it's just not
1: I kind of understand it however the other interesting thing about this is Lumen and Christie has not had a losing season since the year I was born in 1988 1988, wow. Yes, yeah, okay. so I read this in an M Live article. And they play Traverse City St. Francis next week, mm-hmm. which is a powerhouse in Division 7. So, Lumen Christie could very well be on the verge of having their first losing season in over 30 years. However, if they do get a win, Herb Brogan, their coach, will actually set the Michigan high school record for most wins by a football coach. He's currently tied with Forward Detroit Catholic Central Legend Tom Mock. So hopefully they can get the ship right there. There. So we'll now move on to a few uh couple of scores around the lunaway County Athletics Association. I mentioned two of them already. Get a get one more in. Clinton 56, Onstead 13. One game that will happen today. Hudson and Brooklyn Columbia Central will play at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they had to postpone, that was originally postponed from Friday because Columbia Central had a a student in their special ed classroom test positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. And they just decided, you know what, let's just shut everything down just as a precaution, even though they were likely not around anybody from the football team. Right. And then we'll kind of go wrap it up with a couple of Down River League scores. So, uh, Woodhaven, a 15 8 winner over Trenton. River Rouge, 34, Taylor, Zippo. Thought that one was going to be pretty ugly. <laughs> Another forfeit. Wyandotte Roosevelt forfeits to Southgate Anderson. I'm not sure why. Probably COVID related. Who knows? And then one game that will take place tonight at Dearborn Edsel Ford. They will host Allen Park. Right. So that'll do it for my high school football recap for week
0: five. Week six is next week. Is that the final final week before playoffs?
1: Yes, and everybody okay. everybody is going to get in. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have to take time to look at who's at who's in what district. I don't have that in front of me right now, but mm-hmm. it's gonna be gonna be interesting to see, especially especially the district that uh, it's a division six that's in my area. You've got blissfield in there you've got erie mason in there Ida's in there clinton's in there who knows who knows how's gonna come out of that especially i mean because everyone was saying oh blissfield's the favorite and then their last two games they've won only by one possession so there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of work to do in week six to fix up things that need to be fixed picks that if things are working make them better because then eh, two weeks it's gonna be winter. go home okay
0: well we're going over here in ohio uh saint francis won 10 to 7 over anthony wayne wow that was actually an upset kj dunston congratulations to him he had the basically the game-winning interception and um they got the go-ahead uh with a 35-yard field goal uh-huh. I think Travis Keener got that. St. John's, unfortunately, from the track ended up losing to Barberton 21 to 14. Central Catholic, well, they won 48 to Zippo, as you like to say, against oh. Northview. Central Catholic and now St. Francis will play each other next week. This is the first time that St. Francis has won two playoff games in a row since 2009. It's probably the furthest they've gotten. Um,. But yeah, they'll be playing Central Catholic over there on Cherry Street, so that'll be a good one. Oak Harbor's opponent, Elyria Catholic, well, they had to forfeit a playoff game due to coronavirus, so they they keep moving on, which kind of stinks. You know, you never want to win on a forfeit, but with the, the, how the times are nowadays, I
1: did. He, did I heard that uh, Edgerton had to forfeit too because of COVID. I
0: believe so. I think they they did. Um, we'll look for some other scores here from the city league. That was the league that started. The first week of October, they decided we're not going to qualify for the playoffs. We'll play our little games, and then um, uh, then we'll get into our little city league championship. Bowling Green pretty much smacked up Defiance. I, I was kind of surprised. I thought that was going to be a-, a good game, but Bowling Green is actually pretty good down there. They ended up, uh, I believe, winning 56-13. to They were up 49-7 at half. As you know, after 30 points, these are running clock.
1: yeah. There was are running
0: clock in our game last night. Exactly. Uh Fremont Ross was eliminated by the playoffs by Medina Highland, 41, uh, 21. Clay ended up losing to Brexville Broadview Heights. So it really wasn't a good night for the track besides Central and St. Francis. Mm-hmm. As as they're in the now remember, they can still teams that haven't played ten games yet can still play games. So now obviously teams that advance to next week they'll be their ninth game if they lose i'm pretty sure the season's over and no one's gonna just find a random a 10th game to play because basketball season for boys officially starts on the 30th so um st john's with them losing they they had a bye and that was their seventh game so technically until middle of november you can play 10 games so if they can find an opponent to play against they'll uh Play against that opponent. If not, they might just say, "You know what? Eh, this is this. We're done with this. Um, it's all over." Brecksville, Broadview Heights ended up winning. Winning, excuse me, forty-nine to thirty-three over Clay. And I'm gonna try to bring up some of the city league scores for you as we have this segment. As David, the man of God, Harris will be calling in um, a little bit later. Actually, after this this segment, talk a little football. There we go. we'll get into the city league um, some good wins here for a few teams uh, Rogers, look at this score I guess as you like to call it stanky or alert um, 40 to 8 over Bowser yeah. Lake beat Woodmore 37 as you like to say Zippo that's a new one Ayersville over Mount Pillar 41 2 zippo delta over evergreen 28 to 6 and that rounds out the scores here for high school football your buddy you said listens to the show a lot what's his name uh pat sizer pat sizer says we need new commercials yeah he was te- he was telling me this also uh, he's an official right
1: yeah i actually worked a jv game with him last week in blissfield he's he lives in, he, he lives in blissfield yeah he does I believe his his son Aaron, I believe, is the head coach at Beaverton High School up in Michigan.
0: Where's Beaverton?
1: That's in like the northern part of the Lower Peninsula. Yeah, but Uh, also he's about uh, about the UP almost. Not, not, uh, not quite the UP, but still like the northern, the northern part. Okay, north of north of the Zilwaukee Bridge. The what? The Zilwaukee Bridge. The Zilwaukee.
0: Yeah, that's Like not Milwaukee, se- but it's Zilwaukee.
1: Yeah, it's basically the bridge that goes over the Saginaw River on I-75. Okay. All
0: right. Getting a little bit of Michigan history here. A little yeah, bit. and also I got to thank Pat for uh, picking up my uh, tab for dinner last week. Oh, that was really nice of him. Oh, too. yeah. So Pat watching and critiquing the show, and Pat will have new commercials for you mm-hmm. right. get in and the but production also, room. also fellow uh, Ohio
1: official who's actually licensed to work in Ohio, Will Bisbee. I got to thank him because last week uh, the guys I was with decided to go shorts, but unfortunately I didn't get the bevo. Uh,
0: shorts, what do you mean?
1: Uh, to officiate in because it was warm, so I have long pants on. Fortunately, Will had an extra pair of shorts that he let me have. So Really? Yeah. Oh, so
0: no, That was nice of him. Oh, yeah. yeah Will must be a big guy because you can't just wear any oh, yeah, type he, of shorts. He, Can I ask you why? why are the official shorts so tight? I noticed they like some officials wear shorts two sizes too small. That's on them. I
1: I don't because I, I mean if I if I wear shorts I'm either gonna wear like uh, my black uh, Under Armour shorts that would that I might wear to the gym or mm-hmm. I've got I've got a pair of black Nike golf shorts that yeah. I'll wear too. Who. And they're and they're and they're not that tight, so.
0: Yeah, but some officials sometimes they got that 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 official dress code violation. It's like, oh, guys, that's just a little too tight. It looks like. Well,
1: it. also in Mi- Michigan, you can only wear shorts for
0: sub-varsity contests. Oh, sub. I was about to say, I've never really seen any shorts for varsity contests. Ohio. Here in Ohio. Well, Ohio, you're allowed to. Really? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I don't really pay attention to the referees, even though there's some people that do all the time. They think that the referees affect the outcome of a game, which is not true.
1: Uh, No, (laughs) they do not.
0: Unless you're really on the take, you know. (laughs) But anyway, Frank, thanks for the segment again. Uh, We'll take a quick commercial break. We'll have David, the man of God, Harris coming on here. It looks like I missed his call. Uh, But make sure you always check us out on SoundCloud and on iTunes. I try to post up on our Twitter page which is AFR Sports Show Uh, but for some odd reason the Twitter wouldn't allow me to post the link so I usually post it up with the the gear 2 as David the man got here so be calling in about right now we'll get him on the phone lines but usually I have the links with David and Frank's um, links of their Twitter page so make sure you guys check that out AFR Sports Show on Twitter it's also got the picture of Frank Vashner in the horse's head Coming up next, David the Man of God Harris has his winners and losers from college football. And uh, this coronavirus, tell me about it. It's it's ha- wreaking havoc, havoc on college football and a prominent coach. Will he be on the sidelines for Saturday night's game against a big SEC opponent? And no, we're not talking about the local SEC. We're talking about dollar sign EC, as Frank likes to call it. We'll have that and more here on 88.3 WCTs after further review. We'll be back after this.